When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The one golden nugget myself would be to take a look more at wholesaling. I kind of discounted that first, but at the intensive, I've learned that's just another tool for your real estate business, uh, not just the buy and hold and collect the cash flow strategy. Matt is a very passionate, badass real estate investor. <laughs> Hey, Rockstar Matt here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. And I've got a really good one for you today. But before we get started, you know, this podcast, it's all about finding discounted off-market real estate deals. You know, what you do with those deals after you've found them, that's entirely up to you. You know, I'm partial to, to holding them, but you can flip them. You can wholesale them. You can fix and flip them. You can become the bank. You can lease option them. You can do whatever you want. But if you're really serious about finding these types of deals and finding them at will, then you might like to join us at the upcoming live three-day epic intensive lead machine workshop in Manhattan Beach, California. It's July 18th through the 20th. If that sounds good to you, then have a look at epicintensive.com. Come out west. Come to California. I mean, we're going to be at the beach. It's the middle of summer. This is the time you're supposed to come to California. Bring the family. Make a vacation out of it. Go to epicintensive.com and let's make it happen. Alrighty, let's get started with the show. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey there. It is Way Back Wednesday. This is the day of the week where we reach back into the episodes or back into the archives of the episodes where we have more than a decade's worth to pull from. And recently we've been pulling from the Do Over podcast, the original podcast that launched this one, the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Last week's episode was just as valid today as it was then. Time-honored wisdom. Got another episode for you today. Enjoy. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career. Save your business. Save your health. Save your relationships. Save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. Do-over. 
Welcome to Your Do-Over, coming to you live from downtown Los Angeles on a very rainy Southern California day. And this is the place where once a week you will hear, learn, and take action on the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results. This is the show where I show people dissatisfied with their current situation how to start over and begin a new life, setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest, easier, faster, smarter. To get a head start and lay a solid foundation for a better life, your better life, I invite you to download the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free at freedoover.com. The three pillars, it's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. It doesn't matter what you're starting over. They will lay the foundation for you to achieve, and it's yours for free at freedoover.com. So from last episode, I received an emailed question from Monica Salisbury from Saginaw, Michigan. By the way, if you want to send me some questions, you may do so at matt at thedooverguy.com. Monica asked me why in the last episode did we do the brainstorming exercise with four areas of life, but then we only set goals in three areas, or we only set three goals specifically. Well, good question, Monica, and I'm glad you asked. It actually has to do with focus. It's all about focus and how focus works. Basically, the difference between dispersed focus or dispersed energy and focused energy. For example, if you were to walk outside and the sun would hit you in the face, it's just very nice and warm and pleasant. That's dispersed energy. But if you took that same sunlight and you put it through a magnifying glass... You know, you can burn holes in a leaf. Or you might have been a little demented like I was when I was a kid and I like to burn ants or I would burn snails. I just did that kind of weird stuff. I don't do that anymore. I am completely recovered. But that's focused energy. It's that same sunlight focused through a magnifying glass. And even to take it further, if you were to take that same sunlight and and focus it fine enough, I mean, it can literally create a laser and burn right through steel. And what that has to do with how we set goals is if we set too many, we typically won't achieve any because our focus is dispersed. Our energy is dispersed. You know, after a lot of research and study inside of corporate management and and working with management teams and setting goals for companies, I've read that if a person or a team inside of a company has more than three goals, their results begin to diminish. But if they give them one to three, and ideally just one. So if you just want to pick one area of your life to work on, that's what I would recommend. But we can work with up to three, and you keep your energy focused there, and you're actually going to produce results. You'll probably achieve one or two of those, maybe even three. But if you get to four, you're going to be lucky to achieve one of those goals. And if you get to six, you're probably not going to achieve any. So that's why we set no more than three goals. And I'm glad you asked that question. I know I've addressed that on a past episode, I believe, but maybe not in great detail. Hopefully that clears it up for you. So thanks for the question, Monica. And that brings us to today's subject, why your to-do list isn't working or not working as well as you'd like it. And most of the time, it's due to the lack of focus. But first, let me talk about a to-do list. Most people create a to-do list out of urgency. You know, they're overwhelmed by the day or they're worried about certain events or they're worried about things that they got to do and they've got to get it done and it's stacking up and it's just becoming so much inside of their head. It's just consuming them completely that they just have to stop and write it all down on a piece of paper just to become sane again. 
you know, that's creating a to-do list out of mere survival. And that's not necessarily the type of to-do list that we're talking about. We're talking about the to-do list that we created and that we talked about on the last episode, the one that we're going to use proactively, not reactively, just to create survival and get by and and bring sanity back to your life. We want to create the to-do list proactively to move you towards your goals, to move you towards those milestones, to move you towards that next minor stone, the one where all of your focus is right now. That's the type of to-do list that we're talking about that's not working because you can still have those to-do lists and you might not feel like you're getting closer to your goal or not necessarily moving as fast as you'd like. So what I want to discuss is what is your intent with your to-do list? You know, is it just checking things off the to-do list or is it to actually get something accomplished? You know, we can all get in a daily rut where we kind of forget what we're up to. We forget what we've dreamed about. We forget what we're striving for. But then again, it might not appear that we've forgotten because we're still creating the to-do list. But you can get into this rut where, okay, I'm checking off the things on this list. I'm checking this off the list. I check this off the list and it's not working. I'm not getting any closer. We've all been there. So what is your intent with your to-do list? Is it just checking things off the to-do list or is it to actually get something accomplished? And what I mean by that is, you know, every word that comes out of your mouth is either to look good or it's to make a contribution. You know, recently I just heard it as every word you utter is either a communication of love or it's a cry for help. I mean, that's basically the same thing. It's either to look good or to make a contribution. And I've sat with this idea for a while, and as I've observed other people, you know, it's pretty easy to place their communication into one of these two categories. I mean, everything that they say, you can decide pretty quickly, like, are they trying to look good? Or are they actually making a contribution to the conversation? Are they making a contribution to myself? Are they making a contribution to a cause? Whatever it may be. You can identify that pretty quickly. But what's painful, and even easier, however, is categorizing your own communication in this manner. I mean, we're all guilty of it. We all do it. But once again, you know, awareness is power. Awareness helps. And you're going to have to get real honest with yourself to see this. I mean, you don't have to share it with anybody. It'll be your own little secret. But you're going to have to get honest with yourself. And you'll start to notice that everything that comes out of your mouth is either an attempt to look good or it's an attempt to make a contribution. It's either a cry for help or it's a gesture of love. And I hope you can see that. But like I said, you'll have to get really honest with yourself to see it. And you know what? You might not like what you see either. I know I didn't and still sometimes I don't. But we're human, so don't sweat it. Just don't give up on developing your awareness. Don't give up in developing yourself. And once you're aware, once you learn something, the only way it's going to make a difference is by implementing it. Sometimes you'll succeed and sometimes you won't. And really, all we need to do is succeed slightly more than we don't, and everything's going to be okay. Now, the reason I'm talking about our communication, because that's a parallel with our actions. You know, as this is so with our words, and our words create our actions, it is so with our actions. Either our actions are some form of looking good, or some form of contribution. And when you look at your to-do list, you know, you want to ask yourself, what is your intention? Is it to take on the task merely to cross it off the list? Or is it to actually complete the task with integrity? I don't know the answer to this, by the way. I mean, it's only something that you'll be able to answer. Nobody knows yourself better than you do. But check in with yourself from time to time and ask yourself, am I doing everything that I know to do? Am I doing it to the best of my ability? These are the questions you're going to ask yourself. And you want to answer them with honesty. Another question you might want to ask yourself is, where am I half-stepping in life? Where am I not giving it my all? Where could I be doing even better? 
I mean, here's a great question. This one frequently works for me as it, as it causes me to, to get real and be honest with myself. If I were coaching someone in my situation, what would I tell them to do? You know, the answers to that question, they'll come flowing and they'll come flowing out in abundance, proving you know exactly what to do. The only thing there is to do is to do what you know. So when you create your to-do list for it to be effective, for it to really move you toward your next minor stone or milestone, you'll want to get very clear on what your desired outcome is. You have to define that desired outcome. You have to decide what it is that you want to have happen. And you'll want to create your to-do list with as much detail as possible. For example, the first to-do on your to-do list might be call my best three clients. Or you can create some clarity around it of what you actually want to have happen. I want to call my three best clients and take new orders. That might be a little more descriptive. Or you could go even deeper and say, I'm going to call my three best clients and take new orders of at least $300 from each one. You want to make three sales of $300 from each one. There's even more intent there, so it's probably moving you closer to your goal if that's on your to-do list. Or you could even go deeper. Call my three best clients and take new orders of at least $300 from each one and be sure to get one referral from each. A very different outcome than our very first option of call my three best clients. Or let's take it even further. Call my three best clients, take new orders of at least $300 from each one, get one referral from each one, and immediately send them a token of my appreciation. Now that's an outcome that is certainly going to move you toward your goal. And those are five different ways you could express the same thing on your to-do list. And maybe internally you're thinking of doing that, but you might just call your three best clients and say, oops, I did it. You can scratch it off the list. But if your intent is to call your three best clients, take new orders of at least $300 from each one, get one referral from each, and immediately send them a token of my appreciation, you're not going to cross that off your to-do list till all of that is complete. And that produces a very different result in life. It produces a very different result in your career. So those are five different ways you could express the exact same thing. But each one has a deeper intention with, with obviously the most descriptive one would move you closer to your goal of being your company's top salesperson, if that were your goal. So the lesson here is, one, you got to get honest with yourself. When you're creating your to-do list, you got to get honest with yourself. Two, you got to get clear about what you want. you got to get specific. You got to get really clear on the desired outcome. And three, you've got to be intentional about getting it. So be careful not to just scratch things off the list for the sake of scratching things off the list. This is where getting honest with yourself comes into play. I know it's fun to scratch things off your list. I love to scratch things off my to-do list. Sure, I called my top three clients. I can scratch it off the list. But maybe you called your top three clients and didn't close any business. You didn't advance yourself forward. So that to-do didn't necessarily move you closer to your goal. Do you understand? So I want you to be intentional about being intentional. Get clear with your desired outcome and go after it with intention. And don't stop till you get there. Okay? So in the last few episodes, we have meticulously defined your dream. And we've created a burning desire to achieve it. We have created some strong beliefs behind that dream. And we've meticulously planned your work. And we just went deeper into how to make the to-do list move you closer to your dreams, likely how you've never done it before. Now it's time to unleash that burn and start working your daily plan. This is where your inspiration is introduced to perspiration. It's time to take action. 
And I know that seems simple. I know it seems obvious. And it is simple. Yes, it is simple. Taking action is simple. Easy? No, not necessarily. Not always. And what I mean by that is I have found that people love to learn how to do things. They love to dream about things. We all love to dream. They even love to plan things. I mean, planning things is fun. I know we've been having fun these last couple episodes. But they do not love to do things. And they know that they should. And you know, in some weird cases, people even want to do the things and they still don't do it. I mean, that's just ludicrous. But it happens. And I've been there. That's why I can speak so intelligently about it. Because I've done it. And I've witnessed it around me. So taking action, in my opinion, it's the most ignored step to producing results. I mean, that sounds really, really funny, doesn't it? How can anyone expect to produce a result unless they take action? I mean, many do, and it's tragic, because in 10 to 20 years from now, those who fail to take action will be more disappointed by the actions they didn't take than the actions they did. I mean, that's called regret, for which there is no cure, by the way. That's a painful, painful experience of which nothing cures. I mean, you can dream, believe, and plan to your heart's content, but at the end of the day, nothing happens until something moves. Nothing happens until you take action. Neither success nor happiness is even possible without action. You know, a thought or an idea of and by itself has no intrinsic value, has no value. I mean, it must be accompanied by action. And you know, action is nothing more than a decision. We talk a lot about decisions on this podcast. To be decisive. We know how poisonous indecision is. And the only thing that stands between you and everything you want is just getting off your butt and doing something. Deciding to do something and taking action. It's really that simple. But there's more to it though. Because I don't want you to take action next week. I don't want you to take action tomorrow. Not even later today. I want you to take action now. Never set a goal without taking some form of positive action toward its achievement. I mean, you've created your do-over plan, so you will have a daily to-do list of actions to take. And an action can be something really small. We've talked about this. It can be really small, like just making a phone call or shooting off an email. We know these small little moments of success produce more success. The practice to adopt is to just do something. And you got to do it fast. You know, in our age of technology and information, you know, most of the time, basic actions just might not be enough. Even if you took action, it might not be enough. Even if you're intentional about that action, it might not be enough. Rapid action can be required because, you know what? We no longer necessarily live in a world where the strong beats the weak or the big beats the small. Today, it's all about the fast. It's the fast that beats the slow. And the more that society evolves, the more people come to expect things fast. You know, economists are calling today's generation the immediate gratification generation. And regardless of what you're up to in life, you are in the people business. Anything and everything you want, you will have to interact with people to get it. And people make up society. And society is evolving. And everybody is expecting things fast. So respond to the people you interact with quickly. Do everything fast. Taking immediate action in today's age produces not only faster results. It produces better results. So what I want for you is to develop a reputation as someone who follows through and follows through fast. And here's why. People will give their loyalty, their business, and favors to those who act and deliver fast. Opportunities rarely come to those who wait anymore. I mean, they are captured by those who act fast. So do you get the picture? Fast, fast, 
fast. So we've got to take action, first of all. We want that action to be intentional, second. And third, we want it to be fast. Fast, yes. Careless, no. Do not get fast action confused with thoughtless action. Okay, let me say that again. Do not get fast action confused with thoughtless action. You see, I'm not suggesting acting with such haste and flurry that it results in carelessness. I mean, there's logic in the idioms that haste makes waste and look before you leap. You see, we've taken a few episodes of this podcast to carefully plan. But now that the plan is in place, get going. And while executing your plan, you will find yourself in unexpected situations where you'll have to make some quick judgment calls. And that plan is going gonna, is gonna to help. Your goals and, and your mi- minor stones and your milestones, all that stuff's going to help you make those quick judgment calls. But to help you make them even faster, I've compiled a few power questions to assist you in those calls so that you don't get stopped. Question number one, is this decision or action fair to everybody involved? That'll help you do the right thing. Question number two, does this decision or action move me closer to my goal? We want to make sure we're productive. I don't want you to just be active. I want you to be productive. Question three, if this decision or action creates a short-term setback, does it promote long-term growth? That'll help you do the right thing. It'll help you make a good decision. Question number four, is anyone being hurt by this decision? Is anyone being hurt by this action? It's going to help you do the right thing. It's going to help you decide quickly. Here's another one that stops a lot of people, particularly when there's finances involved. And I always ask myself this question. I always use this. If money weren't an option, would this be good for business? If money weren't an option, if money weren't an obstacle, if money weren't a challenge, if money weren't an issue, would this be good for business? Those five questions will help you make quick decisions. And you got to move quickly. You got to take action. You got to be intentional with that action. And you got to take fast action. You see, getting out of the starting blocks quickly, it's going to attract people's attention. It's going to ignite momentum. Quick, consistent, and persistent action. It takes discipline, though. But discipline is what wins the race. Consistent and persistent action is where many people just, they just really miss the boat there. You know, for the next two years, if you work your do-over plan with discipline, with intentional action, with speed, if you work your do-over plan with discipline, which most people won't do, you'll be able to do for the rest of your life what most people can't do. Now, that is my definition of freedom, and that's what I want for you. You know, a lot of people have a challenge, though, with the word discipline. I mean, the word discipline is more commonly associated with the idea of work and duty and actions we should do rather than the idea of freedom. Typically, discipline and freedom don't really go hand in hand in people's minds. We think of discipline, whether self-imposed or imposed by another, as consistent, orderly actions that we should do that move us toward our goal. But rarely do we connect the idea of freedom with a term like should. I mean, freedom is doing what we want to do, not what we should do, right? You know, in the world in which we live, access to that type of freedom comes through discipline. So for a while, you're going to have to do the things that you should do to be able to do the things that you want to do. I mean, true freedom is synonymous with disciplined action. It is necessary to comprehend this on such a deep level in order to perceive that disciplined action is imperative to such freedom. It's absolutely necessary to get that. And it bears repeating, if you work your do-over plan with discipline for the next two years, what most people won't do, will never do, 
You'll be able to do for the rest of your life what most people can't do. You will be living your dream and you will be free. And that's what I want for you. That's why I'm going over this because this is where it actually happens. Now, if that's what you want for yourself, and I think it is, and you're finding some of this rather challenging to put together, or if you get it, but you know you're going to need a nudge every once in a while or some sort of accountability to keep you on track and keep you focused, you have a few options. Option one, I encourage you to listen to these podcasts over and over. They help. They keep your mind filled with optimism and hope, but most importantly, faith and belief. And without belief in yourself, it's going to be a really, really rough road. We've talked about belief a lot. Two, you can listen to these podcasts and use my email as a resource. I mean, send me your thoughts, your suggestions, your comments, your challenges, even your successes. To You can send all that stuff to matt at thedooverguy.com. Monica sent me a question. I was glad to answer it. And I answered it because I thought it might have been a question that a lot of you had out there. And if you're having a challenge, you know, there's a lot of people out there that might be having that same challenge as well. And I'll be glad to answer it. I'll answer it personally in the email. I'll answer it on the podcast. So send me your questions to matt at thedooverguy.com. And currently right now, I'm personally answering every email I receive. So go ahead and use me as a resource. Let's do this together. I'm here to help. I love this stuff and I want to help you. But you have to make the first move. Okay, so send me an email at matt at thedooverguy.com. Option three, I have a few spots that just opened up in my success coaching program. Success coaching for those who wouldn't be caught dead using a success coach. You know, most of you know my story. I've talked about it a few times on previous episodes. You see, I made my million before age 33. I lost it all, and I'm quickly on my way to getting it all back. And I give credit to my comeback to a success coach, a couple of key mentors, establishing a mastermind group, managing my environment, and implementing some systems, and leveraging resources and and just keeping a sharp eye on not making the same mistakes twice, and keeping a keen eye on the people that went before me on their mistakes and making sure not to repeat their mistakes as well. So if you're looking for a coach that that drives a fancy car, lives in a fancy house, and uses big, giant, fancy words, or has a million-dollar fancy smile and wears big, expensive suits when he's speaking on stage, I'm probably not your guy. However, if you're looking for a nuts-and-bolts approach to getting what you want out of life from someone who walks the talk, tells you how it really is, and coaches you step-by-step on exactly how to get it, I could be the success coach for you, or not. You know, after a successful tour of duty in the Marine Corps, I enjoyed 13 years in the music business, managing a small little niche record label. You know, I was blessed to have created a very comfortable life for myself, pursuing my passion. Each day was an absolute pleasure to live. I enjoyed some of life's greatest luxuries until, you know, just a series of events. They quickly brought it all down. And not only brought it all down, they basically rendered everything I was up to, my entire business plan, my entire business model, my business in of itself, completely obsolete. I found myself at age 34, flat broke, beginning a new life, starting over, starting over from scratch, really. No, (laughs) starting over from scratch, actually. And, you know, and if you find yourself looking for a success coach because you find yourself in a similar situation, it may help to know that I've gotten most of my life back and it was easier than I thought it would be. Not only was it easier, it was and is a lot more fun. And I'm here enjoying the life that I'm living right now because I implemented the use of something like a success coach, a mastermind group. I had a plan and I had people to hold me accountable and encourage me. And I'm having so much more fun. I I wrote a book about it. 
And from that book, I've created a step-by-step plan of which I'm using to show people how to start over and begin a new life, setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest. And I got to tell you, being a success coach, that was never in the plans for me. I never even imagined myself being here doing what I'm doing. But it's become the most fulfilling part of what I do. It's been rewarding to share with people how simple it is to get everything they want out of life, people of which might have never learned otherwise. And I'm so fortunate that there was someone there to show me how to do it, to open my eyes to the possibilities, and to realize how life is workable. Not only is it workable, you can take it by the horns and control it. You can have control of your life. You can have freedom. And here's what I mean. It might just take one more base hit over an entire baseball season to win the batting title. Or it might just take one more cold call per day over a year. I mean, that can literally be the difference between the next person to be laid off and the next person receiving your company's sales superstar award. Or maybe it's just running one more lap per workout over a year can be the difference between basic health and a chiseled Adonis-like physique. And what I'm speaking of, it's the smallest things in life. It's the smallest things that can make the difference between winner and loser. And although the difference makers, they can be small and seemingly negligible, they are rarely obvious to the participant. They're in an area that we'd call your blind spot. You can't see it. You know, the blind spot in your car. You know, you look over your left shoulder and it looks clear. You start to change lanes and you hear a big loud honk and you're like, whoa, where did that guy come from? That's your blind spot. And these little small things, that's where they hide. And a good success coach, they can help you identify these small things and coach you through what's holding you back, particularly that which you cannot see and give you the slight edge necessary to win that batting title, to make that extra cold call, to run that extra lap, or whatever it is that's going to make the difference in achieving your goals and objectives. I got to tell you, whether or not you're currently aware, there is limitless potential and possibility within you right now to achieve whatever you can conceive. And over these last few episodes, we've conceived big things, right? We've created some dreams. We've created some belief. We've got a plan in place. That potential and that possibility is within you right now. And if you doubt that, it's only because at some level you are lacking a sincere desire to achieve what you want or you simply just don't believe that you can. You know, a good success coach having experienced success themselves can do wonders for strengthening your belief system. You see, a success coach did that for me to where I bounced back quickly and painlessly. Well, I had moments of pain, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I had made it out to be before I got started. And the success coach, my success coach, my mentor, a couple different mentors, they pulled me through. Insincere desires and false beliefs are typically the dominant obstacles for most people getting from where they are right now to where they want to be. You know, in most cases, however, it's not their fault. Or is it a life sentence? That's the good news. It's not their fault, it's not your fault, and it's not a life sentence. Implementing the use of a success coach, an accountability partner, a mentor, whatever you want to call it, implementing the use of that in achieving your goals and objectives will help you develop an absolute sense of certainty by instilling empowering beliefs. You know, and once in place, you can get yourself to accomplish virtually anything. I mean, once those are in place, nobody can ever take them away from you. And you can accomplish virtually anything, including those things that others believe to be impossible. The person you are, what you do, and everything you have in your life right now is a direct result of and in direct proportion to what you currently believe and have believed to be possible for yourself. You have been conditioned throughout your life by either your family, friends, or overall environment have been told what is possible for you or not. I mean, you've been told what is possible for you or not. I mean, essentially, you've already been coached to some degree whether you volunteered for it or not. 
So get the right coaching. And maybe it's not me, but a coach is going to make the difference for you. It's going to make the difference for everybody. Tiger Woods has a coach. Michael Jordan has a coach. Donald Trump has a coach. Everybody successful in life didn't get there by themselves. Success coaching, whether in person, over the phone, or online, it's going to help you bust through the limiting beliefs that have you experiencing an unfulfilled life. And additionally, it's going to help you create a roadmap guiding you towards your goals and objectives while assisting you in adapting and overcoming life's obstacles and circumstances. And for most, there's going to be a certain amount of unlearning to do when pursuing their goals and objectives. I mean, what got you here is not going to get you there. Success coaching is going to help you discover the little things that can make a big difference. Swap out the old false beliefs and replace them with new empowering beliefs and establish a new plan of which you can navigate and be held accountable. So I've got a few spots open at the moment, and if this sounds like something you'd like to explore, I invite you to go to doovercoaching.com, doovercoaching.com, scroll down all the way to the bottom and submit your basic information. I'll give you a quick call, and for 15 to 30 minutes, we can determine together if it would make sense for us to take the next step or not. Either way is 100% okay with me, but if this is what was missing from your life of which was going to make the difference... It would make sense to at least have this conversation, wouldn't it? I don't know. You know your situation better than I do. I hope to hear from you nonetheless. So go to doovercoaching.com if this sounds like something you'd like to explore. Alrighty, that's all I have for you today. I enjoyed this one. I'm so excited for you and what we've created together. Please keep me posted with regard to your successes. And if you have any challenges that have stopped you or are slowing you down, please use my email, matt at thedooverguy.com. And maybe we can work it out together. Two minds are better than one. So if you like what you heard today and or if there's something that you'd like to hear more of, please visit iTunes at your convenience and leave your comments and suggestions. You have just moved me past 10,000 downloads, by the way. I'm so grateful. It is so awesome. Much appreciated. Love you guys. I am Matt, the Do-Over Guy, and I will see you next time on Your Do-Over. Thank you for tuning in to Your Do-Over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action action on what you learned today. This is not your learn-over. It's your do-over. To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio on Twitter at The Do-Over Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.